Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you What's Working Now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Hey friend, welcome to episode 86 of Business Your Way. So glad that you're joining me this week because I have a special guest for you. Her name is Hannah Roth and she is a social media strategist and coach. And she specifically works with service-based businesses, which is why I asked her to join me on the podcast. So Hannah stands for Sustainable Strategies and Authentic Marketing. And I really loved our conversation because we dived into getting clear around who you should hire when it comes to social media. Because I think there is a lot to consume or a lot to think about when we are considering what is our social media strategy for our business? What is our use of social media to either raise our profile or to generate sales or what are we using social media for? Because it can be an all-consuming part of your business. And maybe especially for people like me who aren't digital natives. Like I didn't grow up with social media. It's been a very new thing. So when it comes to my business and how we use social media, that's been a huge learning curve. And a question that I've always had is, who do I need to hire when it comes to my social media? So I asked Hannah to join me on the podcast today so we can get clear. We can really understand what does social media look like for our service-based businesses. And when we're ready to hire out our social media to either a contractor or we need to hire somebody into our business to take care and look after our social media, what does that look like? Who do we need to hire first? Am I looking for a virtual assistant or am I looking for a social media manager Or do I need to engage a social strategist? So I'm not going to give away all of my conversation with Hannah, but in today's episode, this conversation with Hannah covers all of those questions. And I know that I walked away feeling a lot clearer around the type of person and the skill set that I'm looking for 
when it comes to social media for my business. So I really do hope that you find this episode valuable when it comes to your business and how you are incorporating or utilizing social media in your marketing. Hey Hannah, thanks so much for joining me today on the Business Your Way podcast. So happy to have your time and have you be here with me today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. (laughs) I'm looking forward to our conversation, but before we kick off and get into all things about social media, I'd love if you could introduce yourself to the listeners and let them know who you are, what you do, and how you make your moolah. Yeah, um, as you might have seen already from the title of the episode, my name is Hannah. As you can hear from my accent, I am not originally from New Zealand. I'm actually from Italy, but I have been living in New Zealand for the last two years and I work as a social media strategist. So what that means is I help businesses worldwide, but mainly here in New Zealand, understand what types of social media marketing are worth investing in, in their specific situation. I also help them to understand what kind of content they should be posting on the platforms, also which kind of platforms they should be on. And that's another thing. And yeah, how often, how much they should be posting and mainly also what that should look like. So that is what I do in my day-to-day job. And how I do this is with a variety of services. I have one-off strategy coaching sessions where we talk about a specific aspect of a social media strategy. So for example, we could work on an influencer marketing strategy for your next launch, or we could talk about different growth strategies that you can use to grow your Instagram account. If you already know what you're struggling with or what you would like to discuss, these sessions are great. But I often have the impression that business owners don't quite know where the bottlenecks lay and what is holding them back, which is why I offer strategy deep dives, which is a comprehensive audit, where I actually work together with the business owner on identifying these bottlenecks. So we will look at the social media content, but also the backend data and see why it hasn't worked out so far. So over the course of two weeks to a month or so, we really dive deep into the strategy and identify anything that hasn't really worked and optimize from there. I also do lots of consulting where I'm basically in the back pocket of a business owner and they can ask me for feedback on anything that has to do with social media and content. So for example, today, Uh, I was working with a beauty brand and they are currently getting lots of PR. So we're working on getting that PR onto social media and basically leveraging everything that they're getting at the moment into social media content. I also do lots of masterclasses online where I talk about different topics and I have a bi-weekly newsletter and I have my own podcast. So lots and lots of things to do but everything around social media strategy. Great. That's that's a lot. <laughs> that um, is indeed a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. I'm always interested in how you got here. So <laughs> what what's your background that has led you to doing the social media strategy? That's an interesting, uh, yeah, interesting story, I have to say. Um, <laughs> I originally went to New Zealand 
after I finished high school, which was now almost 10 years ago, traveled around, met a boy who was not from New Zealand, but also from Europe. So that was interesting. Um, then afterwards, I decided to study marketing. So I have always been in that marketing space. I studied in Vienna and Austria first. I did international marketing management, but also service and digital marketing. So that is where my first love for digital marketing and especially also social media marketing came from. I especially also love that uh, we talked about service marketing because in my opinion, it's a very different thing to market a product mm -hmm. compared to a service. So that was where I got interested in this whole um, service-based um, niche. And then I went on to do a master's degree, also again in marketing, to kind of get deeper into the whole marketing topic. And after that, I started at my first job which was in market research. I actually have to say I did not enjoy that job at all because it was very tedious and always kind of the same. But on one day, the they came to me and they were like, look, someone needs to manage our social media pages because we're not doing enough on the socials yet. You're the youngest person here in the company. You have a marketing degree. Can you do it? So I was like, yeah. Sure, you know, I can give it a try. I had never managed a business account before, just my own personal profile. But I gave it a go and I actually really enjoyed it. It quickly became my favorite part of the job. And I decided to open my own side hustle next to this full-time job where I would manage people's social media accounts. I quickly got better at it and I enjoyed it more and more. And yeah, on some day, my partner and I decided that we wanted to move back to New Zealand. And that was the moment where I had to choose between going back to a nine to five job here in New Zealand. So applying for another job or to go in and become my own boss. And I just thought, you know, why not give it a go? I can always still go further and apply for a nine to five job again. So in the end, I decided to become my own boss to start my own social media business. And yeah, I have not looked back ever since. <laughs> so here I am doing my social media. What a great story. And like on a side note, both you and your partner are not from New Zealand, but you've chosen New Zealand to settle down for now. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for now. We're not sure if we'll stay forever, but for yeah. now, we're pretty happy here. Nice. Nice. And so he's from the same place as you are? Like, he's Italian? No. Or? no. <laughs> he's Belgian, actually. Ah. <laughs> so, yeah, we both had to travel to the complete opposite side of the world to <laughs> meet each other. <laughs> so, yeah. Isn't that funny how that, how that works? Yeah. Alrighty, let's jump back into social media. This is such a big topic, really, mm -hmm. as to how well people are managing social media, what they're doing on social media. And if it's not your forte, you know, if it's not your thing, it can be quite daunting. Mm -hmm. So, and I think businesses are at all different stages with their social media. So where would someone, where would a business start? Like, especially if they're not a digital native, younger person where, you know, social media has been around ever since they can ever remember. But, you know, for the older generation who 
social media isn't something that comes naturally. It is something they have to think about. Where does someone even start? Well, and, and that brings up another question for me, is just because you're a digital native, does that mean you're good at social media? I could answer that second question right away. Just because you're a digital native and not even if you grew up with social media and you know you have your own social media account, that doesn't mean that you know how to manage a business account, right? So having a personal profile on Instagram or on Pinterest or even TikTok now, that's a great start in understanding the platform and like what kind of content is happening on a platform, but that doesn't mean that you understand what kind of content you need to create as a business and the whole strategy side. And that is actually also what I see a lot of businesses do. They think, well, I have a personal Instagram account. How hard can it be to post on my business account? And then often you get a bit of a mix of business content and more private life content like the family the dog the holidays that kind of content that is usually not very good at driving sales so that is definitely something that you should distinguish when you start posting on your business account that being said where do you get started if that is not your thing first of all i think unless of course you have someone in your business that can help you with that I believe every business can benefit from social media support. So what kind of support that is then depends on the budget that you have in your business and the stage in which your business is at at the moment. So if you have a huge marketing budget, which to be honest, not many businesses have, especially if you're a solopreneur or you have a little bit of a team, usually you don't have a huge marketing budget. So you need to have a look at how you can best use the budget that you have. So you could either look at hiring a VA, a social media manager, or do a social media specialist. And I think we're going to talk about this later as well. So what the differences between the three are, mm. but basically rather than thinking of a specific time in your business, like, okay, once you're in business for three years, now I can think of getting social media support. Or if I have made a certain amount of money in my business, now I can look into getting social media support. It's more a few different requirements that you should have in place before you can think of hiring someone. I'm going to talk about them in a second, but before you don't have these requirements in place, It might be better for you to either get coached on social media, so have someone explain to you how the different platforms work. Um, You could also take an online course on Instagram or any platform that you're wanting to use and do it yourself for a little while. Because um, hiring someone usually, like I said, takes a little bit of budget and also involvement from your side. Like I'm a big proponent of learn to do it yourself because then when you outsource it, when you hire someone in to do it, you've got an idea of what you want done, how that operates. You've already worked out like what your strategy is, what your cadence is, what the content pillars are. And you already know as the business owner, what those things are rather than hiring in somebody to Mm. do the job that you're not really that you don't really know how to do altogether. So 
I'm a big proponent of that, especially for small businesses, small service providers, small agency owners. If the owner knows how to do that part of their business, then getting someone into their business makes a huge difference as to how that person's trained, they know what they're doing, all all of those things. So, I mean, where do you even start? I mean, there are so many platforms, so many, the content, it's like, what do I post? Hence, you get my dog photos, my holiday photos, the (laughs) the whole nine yards, as well as, you know, a bit of the service that we do. So where do you recommend people start with getting their social media strategy nailed? Well, As the name already would suggest, when we talk about strategy, it always makes sense to have someone come in that is a social media strategist. So rather than someone like a VA or a social media manager that are more people that execute a strategy, a social media strategist can help you to understand indeed which kind of platforms make sense for you. Because now everyone is talking about TikTok, for example, but TikTok doesn't make sense for every kind of business. So It's a bit about understanding who are your clients, who do you market to, what are their problems, where do they hang out, because not everyone hangs out on on the same platform. So a strategist can help you understand, first of all, which platforms you should focus on, how often you should be posting on there, and especially also what you should be posting on there. And then from there, you can go into saying, okay, well, I feel like I can do this by myself. I know how to do this. Or maybe you get someone to coach you on a few things, show you how to do graphics and videos or whoever you have in your business who could take over that part. Mm -hmm. And then from there on, you do that yourself. Or you go down the route of hiring a VA or social media manager that can then execute what you've talked about with the social media strategist. But in that situation, definitely the first person that you should talk to a social media strategist. That makes perfect sense, knowing what you're doing. Yeah, the thing is also um, lots of people start with a VA. They're like, okay, I'm going to get a VA because they do a lot of things. They can also do social media for me. But if you don't have a strategy that they can follow, that is always going to be a bit of a a waste of time and money Mm. because it's so much better to actually take a step back, first get your strategy nailed down, and then have a look at how you're who or how you're going to execute it rather than just getting someone on board and then seeing a little bit if they can manage to then getting back, seeing it doesn't work and kind of dragging your problems on along the way. Yeah, putting the cart before the horse. So (laughs) definitely a strategist. Mm -hmm. And a strategist, you can just outsource that or get them in. Like you offer the one-day kind of intensives with you to work Mm -hmm. out what that strategy is. Exactly. And the social media strategist is also usually someone that either comes on on a project basis. So you would either have like a a couple of sessions with them or um, like what I offer an audit, which is like two, three, four weeks of a time frame. Whereas a VA and a social media manager are usually people that you hire for the long term. So social media strategist is a, a one time investment, if you will. Yeah, nice. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. 
if you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, to jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. And then, what's? how do I know whether I need a VA or a social media manager? Like, what's the difference between those two? If I'm going to recruit someone to help me with my execution, now I've got my strategy nailed. What's that job description, you know? Because that's a relatively new, like, job description, really, mm. is... What is a VA? What is, there is now a job called a social media manager. Who knew that that would ever exist, you know, but they're, they're quite common now, you know, they're not disguised under just this umbrella of marketing. Their mm. job descriptions have been, you know, quite narrowed down and that can be someone's full-time job. So how do we know which one of those two positions we might need? Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a difficult decision to make, but I think it really depends on the scope of work and also the kind of business that you're running. So to maybe help our listeners make a decision on whether they should go with a VA or a social media manager, let's talk about the differences. So a VA or virtual assistant is a incredibly broad term uh, for someone that does a lot of different things. They usually offer anything from basic admin, email inbox management, invoicing, travel planning, project management, I don't know, um, doing transcriptions, writing blog posts, even podcast management some offer as well. They can reach out to potential clients. They can help you with accounting. They do graphic design, but they also do social media support. So a VA is usually someone that is more of a generalist. So one person that does a lot of different jobs. A social media manager, on the other hand, specializes in just managing your social media pages. So they usually don't do anything of that admin side of things. So if you would want someone to also take over admin tasks in your business, I think you're better off hiring a VA. If you already have someone in their business or you're happy to do it by yourself, then a social media manager might be the right thing. A social media manager usually does um, creating content. So they will write captions for you. They will design graphics, uh, take photos or source photos from somewhere, cut videos, and then distribute the content onto the pages. They sometimes also do data analysis, so they will have a look at what content has performed well, which content you should maybe not do anymore, and then feedback into what kind of content they will be creating the upcoming month. So even though they also have a broad spectrum of tasks, it's not as broad as a VA. So yeah, they do a lot less let's say, more specialized. Yeah, it's social media related. So all yeah. the tasks that they do are social media related. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they'd have to really get to know your business because writing captions, mm -hmm. that's a whole thing as well, right? Is yeah. your captions that go with your social media posts, your social media manager would need to know your business inside and out mm -hmm. as well as what you're trying to do or what you're trying to get across on your social media platforms. How does that differ? What does that look like for a service-based business? Mm -hmm. You know, I think 
we see a lot of product-based businesses on social media and their call to action is always come buy my product. Mm -hmm. You know, the product does X, Y, Z, this is what you need. And so there seems to always be a sales element or a sales-driven call to action for mm -hmm. a like, e-commerce or a, a retail, you know, a brick-and-mortar retail business. But what does that really look like for a service-based business? Yeah, you're talking about a very difficult thing to actually achieve. And that is why I personally am so passionate about the service-based industry, because I know that it can be really hard to put your expertise that you have as a business owner into your social media content if you're not actually the one creating it. So that is one of the things that I would say is a requirement that you should have is you need to really have a good understanding of what your brand is about. That includes your messaging, your target audience, what kind of pain points do they have? What are they struggling with? And what are common objections that they might have? The more you know about your brand, your target audience, and what you want to talk about on your social media pages, the easier it is going to be to convey that to someone like a social media manager who then takes all of that and puts that into your content. If you don't have a clear idea on your brand, it's going to be really hard for them to create content. And then you end up with posts that are, you know, not really great. They're just, they're okay, but they don't have your essence in them. And they don't manage to actually show what kind of an expert you are and the value that you can bring to your clients. So this is a really, really difficult thing to achieve for social media managers and business owners at the same time, because they really need to understand each other very well and yeah, bring that into the content. So mm. it's, it is very, very difficult. And I would say another thing that is really important before you can hire a social media manager is that you also have the time to work with them. Because mm. the mistake that I see a lot of business owners make is they hire a social media manager and they think that from this moment forward, they won't have to do anything anymore when it comes to social media, right? <laughs> so it's like, okay, perfect. You can do everything now. You're going to write my captions. You're going to do my posts and I don't have to log in at all anymore. And that's just not the case because from my experience, the best results come from accounts where the business owner is highly involved in what topics they're talking about on social media, the kind of content that goes out there and how it is presented. That is how it works best from my experience. Right. And that might be scary for a business owner who is already like pressured for time. So do you have a recommended approach where a business owner has now got their socials to that point of, I can hire a social media manager mm -hmm. and outsource that piece. What kind of level of input would the business manager still need to have? Like just at a strategy level, right? For the next six weeks, mm -hmm. we're going to focus on this. This is our focus. Or does it need to be more on a weekly basis? Because I think that's where, you know, small business owners, they are, time is their most valuable asset of all. Mm -hmm. And so if they're wanting to really maximize their own time, they can't spend it all on socials. So <laughs> how does a business owner get to that point where 
they're not heavily involved in their social media implementation, but they know what's going on. What's that happy medium kind of look like? I wish I knew, to be honest. That is a very difficult balance to achieve where, of like, am I too involved? And the social media manager feels like they don't have the upper hand in things and they are just executing the whole time. But then there's the other end of the spectrum where the business owner is not involved at all. And the social media manager has to almost beg them for input and be like, can you please give me something so I can make content? So it's very difficult to find a good balance between the business owner and the social media manager. But what I feel like helps a lot is have certain processes or certain systems in place. So what I used to do when I was still managing social media pages was at the beginning of the month, we would have a strategy session. So say, look, or a quarterly session, if you want. In these next three months, we're going to focus on this. This is what's coming up. We are going to have for example, a promotion three weeks from now, that is what we're going to focus on. This is what's going to go down and all the details in there. And then the social media manager can draw from that and make content leading up to that promotion, for example. So it's really important that the social media manager gets a lot of information from the business owner, whether that is um, just them having access to a Google Drive folder where they see what's coming up and, you know, the dates, the information, maybe the promotion code that they're using or a launch, whatever is coming up in the business. Or they actually get briefed on that once a month, every two weeks, depends on the business a bit as well. That obviously can be decided by the business owner. But it's really important that you have the system in place where, the social media manager creates content, then the business owner says, yep, that's good. Or maybe can you change that? Can you change that? And then the social media manager goes on to actually distribute the content. So that always depends on what system you already have in your business, what other people are involved in the process, like a VA, for example. But that is really crucial to have the communication between the two. And the longer you're working with someone, the better they're going to get to know you. So the less you have to be involved in the very first month, you're going to have to be very involved in the process because obviously they don't know your brand as much yet. They don't know maybe perfectly how you talk, what you talk about, but the more they get to know you over the next few months, they'll be able to make better content that sounds like you, even though you're not the one writing it. Brilliant. And I think that rings true for any position that's coming into your business. Mm -hmm. Like as that small business owner, any new position that comes in, we have to give that person time up front. And it's not just a week or two weeks. It's actually more like three, six months of time for that person to really understand how our business works. Mm -hmm. What are our little idiosyncrasies that we like to have happen and the way that we like to work? Because that's usually how the business has grown from Mm -hmm. the solopreneur who is, you know, outgrowing themselves and had to get a team on board. The business still runs very much in sync with how that business owner operates. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things is also what I mentioned before, social media manager, just like a VA, that's something that you hire for a longer period of time. And one of the biggest mistakes I see business owners make is that they give it a go for two, three months, 
they don't see great results yet because the person is just getting to know the business. You know, they're finding their way in how to make content and what to say. And it obviously always takes a little bit of time for results to show. So oftentimes business owners would hire someone, give them a go for three months and then be like, yeah, no, this is not working out. This is actually making me have less time in my business because I need to be involved. So they think social media management is not for them and they cancel their contract again. So really give it a go, let it flourish a little bit, and you'll see that it can actually give you really great results in the long term. What kind of results can we expect from social media? Oh, that's a difficult question to answer, <laughs> I to say, because it really depends on the niche. So certain niches are really great for social media. I'm thinking um, beauty, that always works on social media. So like beauty brands, fashion brands, stuff like that, that is very authentic and native to Instagram, for example. Things like services are already a little bit harder to convey a message to someone through content, right? You have to put a bit more effort into what you say on these platforms. So there is no one result that I could tell you now, like to say in three months, you're going to have 50% more inquiries, because this is obviously depending on so many different factors that social media marketing alone is actually not responsible for. So often, the social media marketing can be great, but then once people come to the website, maybe the website is not optimized. So there are so many things at play here that need to work in your funnel, in your business, in your customer service, in how you actually do your service or serve your customers, that there is no one way to guarantee results. And I, I acknowledge that that can be difficult for business owners in the beginning to actually see, well, is it worth for me investing in a service like that? Because you can never guarantee what kind of results you're going to get. And that comes down to, is my business really geared for it? Am I mm -hmm. on social media because I just want to have a presence and be top of mind? Mm -hmm. Or am I on social media to generate leads? Am yeah. I on social media for what reason? Would exactly. be, you know, the good question to ask yourself. Like, what mm -hmm. am I, what am I coming to social media for? What is my, what is my purpose? Yeah, and what role does social media play in my marketing strategy, but also mm -hmm. in my overall business strategy? Because for some people. Social media marketing is just at the very top of a funnel. So they would just be there to kind of reach a new audience and then have them sign up to a newsletter. And then the email marketing would do the rest. So it, it really depends for other businesses. Then they say every single sale that I can account for comes from my social media, for example, because they don't have email marketing or they don't do any other types of marketing next to social media. So think of that as well. What role do I want social media to play in my overall business? And my overall marketing, my marketing strategy. So am mm -hmm. I playing social media and email marketing together? Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. What other challenges do you see, you know, service-based businesses coming up against when it comes to social media? I think the biggest one is time and yeah. budget. So there's 
the classic problems that we have in er every single area of our business, right? We, as service-based businesses, like you said before, time is our biggest asset. So we want to really make sure that the time that we do spend on social media is well used and that it actually brings us results, which is, again, coming back to having a strategy set up because otherwise you really start doing random things almost and what I also see businesses often do is follow some tips that they see online from someone and they're like, oh, I could try that. And then they try something else. And in the end, it's all a bit random and there's no clear strategy behind it. And people end up wasting so much time and sometimes also money in these little hacks that they think will make a big difference or that will be a magic pill that suddenly makes their Instagram go viral and suddenly they have so many inquiries and sales and everything. But that's just not how it works. You just have to have a good strategy and really hone in on that, follow through with it and do that for the long term. That's the only thing that works. Yeah, yeah consistency, consistency for sure. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's true across your business and everything you do is consistency. Mm -hmm. In the way that we deliver our services, it's about consistency and repeatable yeah. results. Whatever marketing strategy you choose, whether it is social ma media or any other kind of uh, marketing strategy, it's consistency mm -hmm. yeah. that wins the game every time. Yeah. It is as simple and as difficult at the same time yeah, because, right? you know, consistency is such a buzzword in a way and it's very easy to say, you know, you just have to be consistent, but it is actually really hard to be consistent because you need to see why you are doing it. And that's what we said before. If you cannot guarantee certain results or you might not see them immediately, it can be really hard for business owners to actually keep going and stay consistent because they don't really see the results just yet. Yeah, I agree. Okay, as a service business owner yourself, what are three things that you would share with other service businesses who are growing their business? I think the best advice that I have ever gotten when it comes to running a business is don't take advice from people that aren't where you want to go or who haven't achieved what you want to achieve. Because as much as you love your parents, your aunties, your best friend, unless they are living that same reality that they are running a business in a similar niche or they have achieved what you want to achieve, their advice is not really going to help you get there sometimes. So it's a it's a hard truth, but that is probably the best advice I have ever gotten because that has actually helped me to focus on advice from people who have already done what I want to do, mm. which I think brings me to point number two which is don't be afraid to ask for support in the areas that are not your zone of genius or where you simply lack knowledge and where you know you need to actually get into. For example, social media marketing. If you know that that can be a crucial point in your business strategy, then go and get the support rather than just trying for yourself and investing a lot of time and energy that doesn't really bring up any results. And ideally. And that can be point number three, I guess. Mm -hmm. Get personalized advice um, that takes your current situation into account. Because obviously you can Google now and be like, should I hire a VA or social media manager? The internet can provide you with lots of 
initial ideas, but in the end, whether that kind of advice is applicable to your situation is only something someone can know that looks at your business and knows what would work for it. So don't go running around in circles following advice from people online that recommend to do this and that. Just work with someone who actually takes the time to look at your business and give you recommendations based on your situation. Because in the short term, that might seem like the more expensive option to get someone like a social media strategist in and see what would make sense for me, which platforms, which kind of social media marketing. Mm -hmm. But in the long term, it's going to save you so much money and time because you know exactly what you need to do and you just need to execute it rather than thinking the whole time, am I doing it right? Is this actually going to work? And in the end, you're just going to stay stuck in the same place if you don't get that personalized advice. Yeah, that, and that is such good advice. It's investing in ourselves to mm -hmm. move forward. Really good yeah. advice. All right, if someone wanted to get the expert advice of a social media strategist in order to get that personalized advice as to where they should be going so they head in the right direction from the get-go, where can people reach out to you, Hannah? Uh, as you can imagine, I'm on most of the social media channels myself, um, mostly though on Instagram. I'm just hannah.rauch, that is my handle. And on all other channels, I'm hannah.rauch marketing. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you can oh. find me on all the different platforms, LinkedIn, everything. And otherwise, um, I have a website as well that is also just hannahrauch.com. Or you can send me an email at info at .com. So that is uh, where you can find me if you're wanting to yeah, get started with social media support. Thank you, Hannah. I'm going to put all of those links into our show notes. And I really appreciate your time today because that's it's been really enlightening for me. I'm like, now I get it. Now I understand <laughs> that I need a social media strategist to work out what is my strategy before looking at employing a long-term implementer. So I found that super valuable. So I'm sure that my listeners are going to find that super valuable as well. So thank you so much for your time today. It has been a real pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm really glad that that was a little bit of a light bulb moment for you and hopefully also for the listeners. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.